So we started out with the Generators, that song's called City of Angels, you're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration. That song's been stuck in my head for the past couple days, so I figured I'd play it so that way it'll get out of my head, but maybe it'll just reinforce that it's stuck in my head. Who knows, we'll find out later. My website, punkrockdemo.com, again that's punkrockdemo.com. I just ripped off the page on my calendar labeled June, because it's now July, a little late but close enough. We've got plenty of cool things happening on today's program. We've got an interview with the Generators. That's what we're going to start off with right now. And then we're going to play some music you've never heard of before, mixed along with songs you're familiar with, and then mixed along with some requests and some songs you've never heard of before. Figured I'd mix it up today because I kind of pre-wrote the playlist and then decided to put the new songs in between so that way I don't use another piece of paper. So, yes, it's going to be an interesting show. We're going to continue with some more Generators songs, and then I'll play that interview we did with the Generators at the Old Town Pub in Pasadena right after that. We're going to take a listen to this song called Wrong Side of the Tracks by the Generators. (laughs) 
Hello, what's up? You're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration. I'm Jack, right here in Pasadena at the... We're at the Old Town Pub in Pasadena. This is one of the oldest bars here in the area. As you can see, there's these old buildings that have been here since uh, the early 1900s. And this used to be called the Loch Ness Pub, which was uh, one of the first kind of English pubs in Pasadena. And now it's the Old Town Pub, but we're standing in an alleyway that's it's really old and has a lot of history here. Yeah, so. I walked around this block like three times and I couldn't find the place, so I wasn't sure where it was. Yeah, and, and that's cooler, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's not just sitting out there on the street. It's it's uh, off the beaten path. So. Yeah. so, yes, we're out here in Pasadena with the Generators. What's your name and what do you do in the band? My name's Doug Kane. I'm the singer. Mike Snow, guitar. And this is, what, your 20th anniversary show? Is that what's going on? Yeah, it's the 20th anniversary. started in... Uh, the very end of 1996, we were really geared up in 97. So it's our 20th anniversary show. Our tour kicks off. You know, we have a, a pretty much U.S.-European tour that kicks off here tonight. So this is the kickoff show, or is it just an anniversary show? Uh, actually, I would say it's an anniversary show and a kickoff show because we start we start here tonight, and then we, we leave on tour uh, on Thursday. We have Cron the U.K. punk band, shows up on... Uh, here with us on Thursday in San Diego. So I saw that, and you're also playing with Corrupted Youth, which is accelerating. Yeah, right. So Corrupted Youth East LA punk band is going to be opening up that tour. So it's going to be be very cool, very cool tour. So usually we catch bands when they're on tour. So we're catching you before your tour starts. So what should we expect on this tour? Any craziness? Oh, I don't know. A little, yeah. I don't <laughs> Maybe predict. I don't know. That's <laughs> you'll have to. Wait. wait depending on where you are. First. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, uh, you know, depending on what city we might be in or, or how much we've had to drink, you know, but it's all unpredictable territory. Well, so. we can't predict where we're going. So where are you guys going? You said Europe and the United uh, yeah, States? Yeah, we, we leave. Um, we leave. On, well, we'll be here doing Southern California dates next weekend with Cron Gen, Corrupted Youth. In uh, we, San Diego at the Casbah, Los Globos, uh, Observatory, and then we leave uh, Vegas. We, yeah, they go to Vegas. We meet them up in Arizona. Then we go down into Texas, Oklahoma for the Fuck You, We Rule OK Festival, which is a big punk festival in Tulsa. Okay, then they head home, and then we head over to Europe, and we're playing Rebellion Festival in, in England, and then um, Endless Summer outside of Berlin, and we play oh, the Boomtown Fair with the specials outside of London. Uh, so we're gearing up right now. It's getting ready to go. It's going to finish in, like, what, two weeks, or what's going oh, on? Oh, no, we'll be out on tour all summer for the most part. We'll be back home sometime in August. You know, we never talked about where you guys are from, so where are you guys from? Right here. Yeah. Pasadena? Yeah. We're actually Pasadena kids, and Mike's, you know, we, we me and Mike have known each other since we were about 12 years old, and, uh, and which was 1982, and we played in different bands, but we played, we our bands played together as kids, and... Right. And uh, my one, uh, you know, so his, his his family ran a store right on the corner there. And, and if you go up this alleyway right here, this was Perkins Palace, which is a famous old venue where you would have seen uh, exploited every six months, exploited or discharged or suicidal tendencies to the jam to the specials, or you've seen Van Halen and Spinal Tap, that famous kind of move it was kind of a cliche rock movie was filmed in there. Guns and Roses' big, big gig that broke them was in there, if that means anything to anybody. There's theater there, which is no longer there, but these alleyways 
back in the early 80s were filled with punk rockers. Um, and so our history, my first band played in this building upstairs in 1983. So this, this, this whole area is very much um, a part of our roots. And, and that's why we did our, that's why we always do our anniversary shows here one, try to, yeah, once a year. Just our neighborhood show, get our friends that still live here down here. And pretty much everybody in there is, has some connection to each other that's decades old. So, yeah, it's really quite cool, you know, to have all your old friends and everybody come just hang out in a place that you grew up in and just everybody doing their thing, you know. For people that can't see, we're in the middle of an alley with, like, brick buildings everywhere. So that's where we're at. So let's take a listen to a song by you guys. You're reissuing an album, I hear. What is the name of that album? Last of the Pariahs, which uh, Doctor Strange has released, which we recorded in 2010. And um, and we were fortunate to have Doctor Strange re-release this record because it was very limited here in America. It was only released on CD, and it had very limited uh, vinyl release in Europe. And... Uh, and so it's back out now, and um, we're, yeah, we're happy that the songs are getting out to people again, and so people can hear that album. That album, album means a lot to us. Yeah. And we'll talk a little bit more about what all happened in that album in a moment, but we'll take a listen to a song off of that album. So let's take a listen to the song called Condition Red. But I believe that's off of that album, is that that's correct? That's right, yeah. What is that song all about? Uh, it's actually a song that it, during, we kind of wrote during the post-9-11, and it was about the paranoia. I, 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 the lyrics were about kind of the paranoia that was going on in the c country. And Condition Red was a term that, that was used, like, more or less when they were um, ratcheting up the uh, whatever was going on, the state of alert within the country with terrorism. So it's a very song based upon the Bush years and the paranoia going on in the country uh, post 9-11. So let's take a listen to that song. It's called Condition Red by the Generators. We're out here with the Generators in Pasadena. You're listening to the punk rock demonstration.
Welcome back. That was Angels Looking Down by The Generators. We're out here with The Generators in Pasadena. You're listening to the punk rock demonstration. I'm Jack. What's that one all about, Angels Looking Down? Yeah, Angels Looking Down is about reuniting with my son that I lost um, in the in the late 80s. Um, I lost my, my son uh, through a, a bad situation. And when I reunited with my son 21 years later and I found my son, I wrote that those lyrics were based upon finding my kid that day. So extremely emotional song for me. And it was, you know, and it's pretty cool to be able to put those moments into lyrics and into music and be able to look back on it now and kind of reconnect with all these songs about how I was feeling at the moment and, and, and having Mike there to be able to translate that musically. And that's how we work together. It's kind of like, hey, here you go this is about this can we you know i'm i'm, I'm getting this kind of idea off this can, how, how can we do this you know and and angels looking down is yeah it's about my son and i think that's a really good song it's like the first one off the album that's too right. i think that was one of the favorites that i had it seems the, the songs that have more about you they come out better than just a song you write yeah it's kind of funny you say that because i was just on the road today with my mom and I was taking her down to the beach for a party and, and she had a party to go to with one of her old friends and, and we were discussing the old punk days and, and my mom had probably witnessed all this crazy shit that went on in the early 80s with, with all this recklessness and self-destruction and some of these songs uh, were written uh, at, during, during times that were just and I can't even reconnect with those times again because I'm not feeling that kind of pain anymore. And, and in all reality, it's like some people got into the generators because they connected with those songs that were super depressing or maybe they connected with something that they felt, oh, wow, that's a super painful song. And right now, things are going decent for me. This record was kind of a, um, a, little, bit of a, a, a little bit of a time when things were changing for me. Things were getting a little bit better, but there was still a little bit of that stuff going on. And, you know, in music talks man you know and music can be emo music's emotional and it can and that's the power of music whether it's anger or it's uh, sadness or whatever it is you, you listen to records you might like and you connect with them and it's because they're they feed some kind of energy to you you know yeah, i've noticed a lot of your songs are very dark and just really emotional musically yeah some of them are and and uh, uh your life's been kind yeah of dark yeah i've been through a lot of, a lot of stuff and and um, you know, and I've been able to, um, I've been able to translate that into the music, okay. And and, and um, right now, I, I I I know that a lot of people like a lot of that stuff, and it's like right now I'm I'm in another space, but I'm st we're still writing strong music. We have a new record that'll be coming out soon, and it's not so dark. It's more returns to the early roots of the band. We're very not emotional. It was very 77 punk rock inspired street punk. Just like any band that you go through, every band goes through these changes, right? They start off like this, they go through this, and they come out this other way. Right now, and, and Last of the Pariahs was, a, was a, kind of a record that was a transition point for the generators going back to the way the band started. So I, all I can say is we ran, we ran I, maybe it was 14 years, 14 years, and then we started transitioning back with this album to the way the band kind of started out. 
This is we're talking about the early days of the generators. How did the name the generators come about? We sat around and we had a bunch of names. Through art to the dictionary. Yeah, you know. it was kind of one of those things. There was a bunch of names thrown out uh, in the beginning. And, and we never, for me personally, when we started this band, it came out of another band. And I had been on the road for many years. And I did not want to fall into a stressful situation by getting another band, getting in the van, go, 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 do, do, do. And I was just like, you know what? I just want to, I just want to have fun. I want to have fun with this band because I'm the kind of guy when I jump in, I'm 110% committed. And I, and I knew that. So I said, Hey, some of the other members of the band were like, well, we're going to do this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, Hey, wait a minute. I just, I just came out of that and I just want to have a good time. And that's how the band kind of started. It was Welcome to the End, which is our first record that Dr. Strange Records put out, re-released. That was not orig originally on Triple X Records, re-released that. And I, and we released that record with Doctor Stranger. That record was all built upon. We went in the studio with no conditions. Let's just go have a good time. And I, that record is maybe one of the most special records of the band because it wasn't any kind of pressure from yeah, anybody. It was a giant tribute album for us. It was like all the stuff that we loved. We just kind of threw it all together and came up with a record doing stuff that was a direct reflection of that and it, yeah, there was I think it came across the agenda well. or hey you need to do this record and go out on tour and we right. need to do this that, and that thing it's like no we seem to go into the recording studio and record some songs and and uh what are we listening oh we listening to the dam right now and a lot of stiff little fingers of the class and and hey let, we have this song and it's and it sounds like that and like cool and that record now has become a, a for our fans that record has become a very meaningful album so did you find Doctor Strange or did Doctor Strange find you? No, I've known Doctor Strange. I found Doctor Strange in an alleyway. Back when he was in medical school. Yeah. <laughs> Doing strange doctor yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, I found Doctor Strange. <laughs> I sent Doctor Strange a, a demo tape in about 1991, okay, when he just started out uh, releasing singles and maybe an album maybe he had one or two albums out and my prior band schlep rock and i saw in maximum rock and roll or something like that a doctor strange yeah and i said oh there's a record label i need to send that guy a demo tape because maybe he'll put out our record and i met him behind a, a very famous club called spanky's which became the showcase theater later on but spanky was spanky's was the club of riverside where bands like face to face and gutter mouth and voodoo glow skulls all these bands started out of their as well as Schleprock did and I met Dr. Strange in the doorway when he said hey dude I'm Bill from Dr. Strange Records you sent me a demo tape I said I sure did he said I like it I like to release something with you up the road that was very early on relationship so when did that vinyl come out welcome to the end Dr. Strange just released the vinyl for welcome to the end last year okay but the original vinyl in 1997, there was no more vinyl. Vinyl was done, right? So it was all my parents throwing out okay. the record player. It was all <laughs> CD, but we did go into Europe, and they did bootleg this album without Triple X Records, who whose Triple X Records was Jane's Addiction, Social Distortion, The Vandals, GBH, Bo Diddley. These are Triple X was an underground label, independent label in Hollywood, and we were signed to that label. Where we put Welcome to the End out. And, but it was never truly released here on vinyl. Okay, so Doctor Strange Records re-released that last year for the first time in the United States on vinyl. 
I noticed you have a bonus track on there. Was that part of the original one too? No, or? it no? wasn't. We went in and we wanted to do something special, you know, <laughs> super special for Doctor Strange Records. So we went in and we we and uh, me and Mike put together an acoustic track. Went into our studio and we put a little effort into it. It wasn't something just like, hey, just you know, we, we there was some thought that went into it, and we and and the song's called Destroy Hollywood, and that's a very reminiscent to the old punk days in the uh, early 80s in Hollywood about all this, the street punk kids that were living living on the streets. There's a lot of homeless kids back in those days that were living underneath the freeway, living in the parks, and they would be at the punk shows, and they had nowhere to go. So that song's kind of got that that story of those kinds of kids. I noticed on the cover of that Welcome to the End album, it's missing a track, but it's got the bonus track on there. So yeah. who made that boo-boo? Oh, that was <laughs> me, straight up. I take accountability for that fuck up. Yeah, that we... we I don't know what happened, you know. It's uh, moving too fast, and, and it's cool because it's punk rock, you know. And the, if the Clash did it, we can do it too, you know. So. And I thought that was the bonus track. No. We actually missed one of the songs on there, but it's just it's shit happens. <laughs> shit happens, man. Well, let's take a listen to that album since we've been talking about it. It's the album Welcome to the End by The Generators. You're listening to the punk rock demonstration. Let's take a listen to uh, You Against You. Is that off of that no, album? It's Freedom. Freedom is off that album. I was close. Yeah, you're very close. So let's take a listen to Freedom off of that album by the Generators called Welcome to the End. You're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration. We'll be back. Like a tale told, the clock turned itself back. And out of the darkness, a tyrant shows himself. And once again, history repeats itself. Mothers, take your children far away For the soldiers march on On this darkest day Millions of voices go silent The curtains close Faces become divided Never thought that it could happen here today take it all away they're gonna take our freedom away take it all away they're gonna take our freedom away back to the covers all the children go Doors break down in a tyrant stranglehold And once a flame that burns so bright Slipped through our fingers, all right by right And yesterday's light's not coming back Today Take it all away They're gonna take our free 
Welcome back. That was Freedom by the Generators. I'm not even drunk yet, and we're having some issues oh, you here. Will be soon. <laughs> Bill gets all his, all everybody intoxicated. Uh-oh. In that case, we better hurry up and wrap this up. <laughs> so we're out here with the Generators in Pasadena. So talking about the Generators, and now we've got the internet and all that stuff. How's the SEO on your website? Uh, I have no I fucking idea what you're talking about. I don't know. Our website's happened. It's there. It's been the website's been there for at least. Uh, 15 years. What it's is the website? Uh, www.the-generators.com. It's there. It's been there for a really long time. It's updated when we can. We're not, I'm not, you know, the band's not so internet savvy. We try to keep up with it. We're really busy on the road and this isn't a, we don't run this thing like, you know, maybe the way it should be or big business band we're a punk band and we do the best we can and just you know that's it yeah i'm like a super tech savvy guy so when i talk when I, what i meant earlier was you know how people like search on google and whatever yeah, for things right. yeah. if they search for the band or if they search for the word generators do they find the band the generators i think, I think maybe they do or like if they put generators well, the band that they find the generators course, gas powered generators and that stuff yeah. comes up just as much but if you go to music i think gener- like the if you put generators punk rock you're definitely going to find the band there's been that much history that i think it comes up on the internet and it's 20 years now, so yeah. definitely a lot of history. I yeah. think it's probably even older than the real generators. You speak about old stuff and whatever. What were some of the old bands that you were part of? It's always interesting to hear what kind of band names you people had. Oh, there was, yeah, there's a number of bands. Well, I, I did, you know, Doctor Strange Records had Schlepp Rock, which is, um, started out in uh, 89. So 89 to 96 was Schlepp Rock for me. Before then, I had a... Oi skinhead band called The Risk. And then before then I had an Oi band, which is one of the first Oi bands in Southern California, or maybe the West Coast, called Doug and the Slugs. And that was nineteen eighty three to about eighty five. And we played a we we played with a lot of the ill repute, Stalag thirteen. What about Mike over here? What bands were you in before the generators? Oh jeez. Um well going backwards. I was in Schlepp Rock for about the last year they were around. And during and before that, I was in the boy band The Choice from about 92 on. Uh, before that was a band called Trudge over in Germany that I was in when I was in the Army, breaking down the wall. That was a lot of fun. And I uh, had a band over there called Trudge. It was like a 77 punk type thing. And before that, uh, up until you know, the time we were in school together, I had a band called The Subway that played different places than they did, but a, a lot of the same music, so. So how did you get into this kind of music? Poobahs. <laughs> Rodney co- on the Rock and older yeah, people. Yeah, Rodney on the Rock, or I, I, I was, shit, man, I think I was about 11 years you're old. You're a kid, you're spinning it out. I was 11 Whoa. years old, and I wound up in Huntington Beach at my cousin's house, and I walked in, and he had Nevermind the Bullocks from the Sex Pistols, and he was playing Bodies. And it was fuck this, fuck that, and I and I was a Kiss kid. I was into Kiss, right? Yeah, and, and I heard that, and I was like, "What is that?" And then he made he probably threw on a Buzzcocks record and a Specials record. My life, my life changed. That was it. I went home, and I was like, "Fuck all this shit." And I asked my mom, "Hey, mom," I took. She got on the driveway, and I said, "You need to cut my hair right now." You used and to look she, like Mick Jagger in the eighth grade. Yeah, we had long <laughs> hair. We were, you know, we're '70s kids, you know, skateboarding and Kiss and Cheap Trick and all that stuff. And 
And and then I, yeah, that was it. That was a life change. Sex Pistols were a life changing moment for me, and that turned into going to punk rock gigs in '81, and 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 I became dedicated to the music. Shit, I don't know how long that's been now. Maybe there's a guy right over there who used to hang out with him, and his brother used to hang out with Joey Ramone and Darby Crash, right? His his Joey Ramone used to go to my buddy's right there, Phillips house and play pickup sticks you know and we were kids and we he'd be walking around with a germ shirt and these are early days of being young teenagers and and experiencing music and and like you know and 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 punk rock talk to talk to us is like probably talks to you it's like hey i don't want to be into metal or or pop rock and it's like you know it's like i'm pissed off right now i don't i don't like my dad i don't like my mom and i don't like the fucking police and i don't like my fucking teachers and fuck these people and this music's talking to me i'm pissed off and it's better than other ways of being pissed off yeah you know you just music is so powerful and it's an amazing thing and you know so it's like that's how it started it started off with us early on and here we are you know, uh, and we're still at it, and we're still doing our thing, and and we're hoping new kids can get involved, and and let alone that the old guys will still be out and, and and enjoying it as well. You know. What are some bands you're into now? Obviously, I'm I'm still listening to all the old bands that I I, I listened to as a kid, and but new bands, uh, it gets a little tough, you know, because I have to kind of I have to kind of process the albums and see if they're if they hold something that's truthful to it because there's so much new stuff out and I don't want to sound jaded, but I, you know, I like, I like Bishop's green, uh, the antagonizers out of Atlanta are cool. Um, we just were on tour teenage bottle rocket. It's not really a new band, but they're cool at what they do too. I'm trying to think of newer bands, corrupted use. Cool. East LA. Cause they're keeping that spirit of East LA happening. That's very important for our city. You know, and that scene, and they're kind of, um, you know, they're running, they're they're running the ship for all that. So, um, you know, I, I cross different different bands, and you know, a suede razors who are older guys out of San Francisco are kind of doing glam away. I like them. Um, uh, there's also, you know, younger punk bands, Bad English, Sniper Sixty Six. These are cool younger bands who are kind of you know doing the uk 82 kind of stuff and so i i try to keep open-minded and that can be tough for me sometimes because and I, again i don't mean to be jaded but i've seen a lot so it's kind of like you know i want to know that it's truthful and it's kind of relevant and but i got to keep an open mind to some of these kids they weren't there to experience those days so they're only experiencing what they're seeing or how they're feeling and and I got to be cool about that. And some stuff I like and some stuff I don't. Could also be developing into a new kind of experience yeah, for today's it, kids. Exactly. And it's music. So I got to be open-minded to it. And, it and, and there's so much going on, man. And it's like... Like it's with me, it either grooves or it doesn't. Whether the person doing it's five years old or 500 years old. It's a good song. It's a good song. If it's not a good song... What do you want from me? You know, yeah, there's a lot of great bands coming out of Europe right now. I mean, you got oi bands like Lions Law are good. Uh, Contra Records has is, is got a lot of good stuff. From Dale Records has got a lot of good music coming out. And and as long as the scene's keeping alive, and that's all that matters, you know. And young kids can hopefully 
you know, because it, it all starts with the kids. It doesn't start with the old guys. It ends with the old guys. You can't have a punk scene unless you got young kids. So the scene dies unless you got young people coming into it. I've said it for a long time. If there's there is no scene without young people. It's got to be young kids. So it's like you got to have young, you got to have young kids putting out music and like and, and that'll keep the scene alive and that'll keep people interested. Young kids and you know interested in involving punk music. Yep. Let's take a listen to another song since we've been talking about music forever. Let's take a listen to Southern Nights. Yeah. That was one of the darker albums, I yeah. believe, right? Yeah. What was that? All, what was the theme of that album? Well, that record, that record was um, very okay. So this record is, I can tell you, is one of the, I can, uh, for writing music, is what I'm the the record that I'd be most proud of for musical music, for sitting and composing and arranging music and giving it a lot of thought. So The Devil in the Deep Blue Sea is not such a depressing album, but it's a very musical album, okay? And it was the very end of the rock and roll period for the Generators, okay? Because we had grown from a punk band to going into a direction of more of a punk and roll, rock and roll band. This record would have been the pivotal point for when our band stopped, kind of moved back into the direction of Last of the Pariahs. And Southern Nights was uh, very country-inspired, like Johnny Cash, Glenn Campbell, stuff like that, um, storytelling, and, and that's what it is. I noticed is. that along with the Smoke and Mirrors song, that one was a really good one also. So I guess this is a really good song to end off the interview. So it's a great song. We love this song. We're actually going to start playing it soon. So Where can people find more information about the band? Uh, on Facebook or on, uh, you can go to the Generators website, www.the-generators.com, or you can follow all the record labels like Dr. Strange Records or Rondelli Records or um, I don't know how many other record labels we're on, but uh, yeah, you'll find it. If you look, you shall find. Google also yeah, knows everything. It's so It's there. So you can find my website at punkrockdemo.com. So that was The Generators here in the Punk Rock Demonstration. We ended off with Southern Nights by The Generators. Took it all off 
to make her way to the top Breaking hearts along the way From Tallahassee to San Jose Went to California To try to give a big shot Southern nights won't be the same Stars fall like drops of rain Hope you like that interview and that song by the Generators, Southern Nights. We're going to play some songs you've never heard of before right now. And then some songs that you're familiar with here on the Punk Rock Demonstration. Again, my website, punkrockdemo.com. Again, that's punkrockdemo.com. Tomorrow's July 4th. If you live in the United States, you'll know why that's significant. So we're going to take a listen to this brand new song by The Freeze. The song's called Nothing Left. Nothing left, nothing at all 
when you're asking me about who, you know, who's running this, 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 that's not, that is not, I will be so good at the military, your head will spin.
Scene. I know that's not how you pronounce it, but that's how I pronounce it. It's a Belgian band. If you listen to the funeral dress interview, you'll find out how you pronounce it. I won't even attempt to pronounce it because I can't. That song's called A Different Beat, and then we heard The Agitators before Mizen Scene. That song's called Paradise. The Hard Knocks with Heaven and Hell before that, and then Antagonizers ATL with Just My Luck. Shattered Faith with No Nuclear War was before Antagonizers ATL, and then we heard Corrupted Youth that we've been talking about in that interview with the Generators. That song was called Confusion, and Nacho from Corrupted Youth is throwing that punk invasion deal happening this month and wondering how that's going to turn out. But right now we're going to take a listen to some more new music by Voice of Addiction. This song's called Rust Belt.
Frost Belt Raising these steel towns Up and have our teeth to go all way Just slay, just crave, take away
know that someone was there It's like a terminal illness dropping you from behind But somehow confused in your twisted mind Impossible to determine what's going on in your head What kinds of sympathies have long been dead
This is the Bad English, and you're listening to Punk Rock Demonstration. Oh, oh yes. Motown here to rumble, rock and roll We're for your kids and such a fine show Now getting older and I'll never forget Every time, every place, every person we met Let's go! Don't ask why Still waking up Never on time 
that was the Nimbwits with Gotta Keep Drinking. They're coming out with a brand new album that's arriving soon. Once it arrives, we'll play some tracks off that album. But right now, we'll play some of their older stuff because it's still not in the mail yet. That reminds me, that damn post office, they always tell me I've got mail on my mailbox. But when I go check it, there's no mail. Very irritating. They sent me another notice today that I've got mail, but it's a holiday tomorrow, so hmm, we'll find out. Anyways, before the Nimbus, we heard the Bad English, that song's called Glory Days, because it's a very appropriate song for what happened last month. Frankenblazer with New Waves was before the Bad English, and then we heard Monkey Pig from Australia, that song's called Spellbound. The Lost Tapes was before Monkey Pig, that song's called Bomb Drop, and then we heard Los Brigands with Bad Vibes. I visited the Wilshire Grand Hotel, the brand new one that's supposed to be super tall. It's the tallest building on the west coast. It had some bad vibes because the interior decorator couldn't make up their mind on how the place should be decorated. So like every single wall of the place, even portions of the wall were a different design. And it drove me crazy because nothing was continuous and the colors were just clashing and everything was just... And the whole building was like that too, so it just drove me crazy. But, oh well, whatever. It's some modern design. I'm sure 100 years from now, people will be like, oh wow, just like those Art Deco buildings. But anyways, we're in off the program with this last song I'll tell you about. And what an appropriate song to play by Ruby. This song's called Time Out. You've been listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration. Check out my show again next week on Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Time. We're here every Tuesday as well from 7 a.m. until 9 a.m. Pacific time at punkrockdemo.com.
Switching your identity And that's no easy right It tortures your mind You don't get it straight Those with no difference It's honesty There's something on a sight It has been alright What's happened to me? And attractions have been mine But all of the signs The border ranges Once again it happens you'll flip your lid And I don't know what I've done I feel like I'm done But don't wanna
May 2011, just three weeks after the court injunction against the Uganda Rolling Stone, witnesses spot three men in a vehicle parked outside of David's home. What was to transpire was the brutal bludgeoning death of David Cutter with the hammer. Uganda na feruachi mtu sosola tubele mtu omu kula kula na ya government neba na njini yo bakuchu nabo bantu
Too, you know, fucking hell. What's the world coming to? It's a bloody disgrace, isn't it? 